The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. In 2019, the Richmond Times-Dispatch published an investigation detailing problems with the state's adult guardianship system. That reporting led JLARC, the state's legislative research group, to review the system. Megan Pauley has more. There are about 1,000 Virginians with serious disabilities part of a public guardianship program overseen by the state. That means over 11,000 people have private guardians appointed by a court to make decisions relating to health and finances. Private guardians are not subject to the same oversight and standards as public guardians. Joe McMahon with JLARC says they should be required to visit those under their care at least once every three months, unlike current law. Code says only visit as often as necessary. This gives guardians broad discretion, and as a result, some visit frequently, while others visit rarely or never. The report calls for more oversight, so private guardians can't unfairly bar relatives from visiting their loved ones. And additional training for judges, who ultimately determine if someone needs a guardian in the first place. Megan Polly, BPM News. A national Republican group helped draft a congressional map considered by Virginia's redistricting committee. As Ben Pavier reports, their involvement wasn't disclosed until a meeting yesterday. The proposed map came from Tom Davis, a former Republican congressman. In an interview, Davis told VPM he got help from the National Republican Redistricting Trust. It gave Republicans a greater edge than they have under Virginia's current districts. Democratic Delegate Marcus Simon said it also failed to meet standards required by state law. It was presented as sort of original work that was somehow developed based on the criteria that we've adopted here at this commission using the things that we we value here, and it's just not. Davis and Republicans on the commission say the map should be judged by what they said were its many merits, not where it came from. The commission faces a deadline of October 25th for congressional maps after failing to reach agreement on state maps. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Nearly 30 real estate companies in the greater Richmond area are being prosecuted for alleged housing discrimination. Attorney General Mark Herring's Office of Civil Rights filed lawsuits yesterday against companies in Henrico, Chesterfield, and Richmond. The suits allege that the companies refused to consider applicants who openly discussed using vouchers to pay rent. The Virginia Fair Housing Law makes it illegal to discriminate against renters who use housing assistance. In a statement, Herring said every Virginian has the, quote, right to a safe, comfortable home, regardless of whether they have some assistance paying their rent. If Princess Blanding succeeds in her bid for the governor's office, she'll make history in more ways than one. Meg Schifres has more details about the third-party candidate. Princess Blanding began her career as a public figure following the death of her brother, Marcus David Peters, a black man who was killed by a Richmond police officer in 2018. Blanding says she was motivated to run for governor after seeing lawmakers' lack of responsiveness to protesters' demands last year. We have to expand our fight from the streets and into the seats of these key elected positions. Blanding says her platform for governor is rooted in her lived experiences as a working-class, single black mom. 
Her campaign includes proposals to provide reparations to black Virginians and an overhaul of the policing system. If she won, Blanding would become the first black woman in the nation to lead a state's executive branch. She'd also be the first openly LGBTQIA community member to hold the office in Virginia. Meg Schifres, VPM News. Voters in Chesterfield County can now cast their ballots in several satellite locations. Yesterday, early voting sites opened at five county libraries. The libraries are North Courthouse, La Prade, Meadowdale, Clover Hill, and the Ettrick Matoico branches. Registered voters can drop off signed absentee mail ballots or vote curbside at each location. The early voting sites are open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Two Saturdays in October, the 23rd and 30th, are also an option. Election Day is November 2nd. The Jefferson School African American Heritage Center has submitted a proposal to acquire Charlottesville's statue of Robert E. Lee and transform it into a new public art installation. The nonprofit's Swords into Plowshares proposal would melt Lee's statue and use the bronze material for a new piece of art. It would then be offered to the city. The center says the piece will, quote, represent the desires of the entire community for values-driven, socially just objects in our public spaces. Charlottesville City Council has until January of 2022 to decide who will acquire the statue. Former colleagues in the House of Delegates say Frank Hargrove has died. He was 94 years old. Hargrove represented Hanover County in the House for 28 years. When planning for retirement in 2010, Hargrove recounted to the Richmond Times-Dispatch that he was kicked out of the Democratic Party because he tried to help then-Senator Barry Goldwater get elected as president. So Hargrove joined the GOP. House Minority Leader Todd Gilbert described Hargrove as a Virginia institution, saying he was a passionate advocate for the people of his district. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Monday, October 18th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. 